Good morning. How are we all doing today? Welcome to the stream where you, as it appears, need to be wearing, if I'll jump into the split screen first, you need to be wearing a black Ice Cream Uploads baseball cap and a white hoodie. That's that's the plan. Yeah. That's the plan. Uh, another one of those uncoordinated but absolutely matching uh, wardrobe decisions. So we're, just, we're just on the same level. That's why, that's why the shit works. That's why the shit works. Yeah. How are we all doing? If you're in the chat, please do feel free to let us know that you are here. Uh, and you better do, because you're running out of times to get involved. Obviously, The Scoop is our thoughts and impressions, but it's a collaborative show because it's not just my thoughts. It's not just Bibby's impressions. It's you as well. You guys get involved too, as I've just mentioned in my overly dramatic tweet. Get involved. Make sure you burn your, uh, yourself. No, your thought. Don't burn yourself. That's not, not advised. Do, though, burn your thoughts and impressions into our digital podcast history. And that's what you can do each and every single show, but you can only do it four more times. This year, obviously, we'll be back next year, but that just doesn't lead to the cliffhanger that we needed. Anyway, Mr. Babe Alred. Good afternoon, just, Graham. Good afternoon-ish. Good after morning, I think you'll find. Yeah. We need, yeah, a, we, need an, we need an after morning remote. Good after morning remote, emote, whatever. One of those things. <laughs> a remote as well. We'll get an after morning. <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking of remotes, uh, I showed this off on the stream yesterday. I was talking That's to Bibi. Bibi will have noticed. Oh, next gen base. Yay, Steve Frosty. Yeah. Thank you for converting your Prime sub into a tier one sub. See that? That's a level of commitment. I mean, I'm a big fan of a Prime sub because a Prime sub, you can only give to one person one person uh one mm -hmm. channel and uh that's that's the kind of it's a big commitment but then upgrading that from from something that you get as, as a, a nice little bonus to something that you dipped into your pocket again for that's that's it that's beautiful yeah, i yeah, appreciate yeah, yeah, yeah. it thank you very much legendary behavior absolutely absolutely Stay frosty, yeah. oh Oh, and now it's next year, Christmas base. in oh. it, tongue. Fuck it, it's Christmas in it, tongue. Hey, just, <laughs> oh, they just, what? Okay, I'm confused now. What is this? Uh, th see, this is where uh, they've changed the way that stuff is written in chat marginally. It, I don't know whether you've just subscribed for six months or that's your six months of subscription because they changed it marginally. Like in, in my alerts thing that you can't see off screen, it says you're on your six month sub, whereas that kind of almost looks like you've just dropped six months of subs. I don't know which one it is. Either yeah, way. I think it's the latter. It says subscribe with Prime. They've subscribed for six months. Yeah, it, it used to just do like... Um, like resubbed for six months or whatever. It mm. used to give you like there was just I can't remember what it was, but there was slight intricacies that that would let you make it be like okay, you've just done. They're on the six month, the seven month, or whatever. The reason I that kind of threw me off is because I often, if I'm subscribed to a channel, I will often throw it on a six month sub because it, like I've said yesterday, you save like fifteen percent, which is basically mm. a big big chunk. It's almost a full month of sub. So yeah, yeah. Um, can't sub for six months with Prime. We just said he's just converted from a Prime to a tier one time. Let's keep up. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> God. And we've just said that you were, you couldn't do it to one person. What? God, honestly. Honestly. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I was also going to say, speaking about remotes, I did show this off on the stream yesterday, but I now have the neon and the Christmas tree uh, on smart plugs, so I don't even have to get up to touch them anymore. Alexa, turn off the studio. Everything goes. Yeah. Alexa, turn on the studio. Hey, it's back. It's back. Let's That's go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, obviously, I can do them individually, but that's enough of that. We are here to talk to you guys. Hey, 
Hey, how are you doing? How are you doing? If you didn't see it last night, I was live playing some PUBG with some of you beautiful people from the community. Uh, and and Lotus. <laughs> um so yes uh we, we played some games last night we had some fun we got a couple of dubs along the way we had some some interesting games no self-nades from timeless so so there you go there you go <laughs> no team killers in the house <laughs> uh let me jump back through the chat let's see who is here uh gagad says good morning ish gents good after morning sir Next gen base is dropping in the chat. Hey, um, I want to ask next gen base questions, but I'm not going to, mm -hmm. which is not very good information for anyone watching this because yeah. I don't know what to say <laughs> or what could be said. Yeah. So I'll just leave it as that. We'll move on. Uh, Timeless says, no stabilizers needs to be in the intro next year. We, we were talking about that just as you came on then. We saw it and was like, yep, yep, we need to get... Because the thing is, we have so many good moments on stream. When you stream like 20 hours plus a week which we are well over that by the way it's more like 30 to 40 hours a week it's easy to get clips mini moments of magic that you clip you high five you have fun but then another moment of magic happens and you forget that that clip ever happened until someone shows it you six months later and you're like oh yeah so when it comes to doing those videos there's often like absolute pearls that just get missed that don't get going yeah. so we need to add like a, a list as we go where we can go okay intro video boom maybe that's something we put in the discord what do you guys want to see in the intro video nominate your clips and we could we could do it that way you guys drop your clips in the discord and we'll 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 lift it from there this? Yeah, mm -hmm. there's a there's a plan. Okay. Um Ah, you were texting this morning again, were you close texts? Uh no, it was actually nudes. Uh uh -huh. obviously it's the morning, mate. <laughs> uh what you wearing, babe? What you wearing, G Man? Um uh, he calls me G Wagon, by the way. Uh not G Man. G Wagon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um think it's six months anniversary, just dropped to three months. Well, either way, six months, one month, three months, whatever it is, I appreciate. It. Thank you very much, Ben. I'm sure it's Ben. Is it Ben? It's Ben. Or is it Mr. T? Are you dual wielding on this account now? Um, but I appreciate it. Either way, NGB. Someone type exclamation mark 3D in the chat. Is chatbot open? It is. Should be. 3D. 3D. Do you know what? We should, we should get that as a, an audio bit to go with it. So it goes 3D. <laughs> click, click the link. Graham, get the tables. <laughs> okay. Uh, Graham, get the trophies. Mm. <laughs> That's what it should be. Uh, uh, have you shown Bib the dildo? Um, it's just called call a mirror, mate. You've seen it already, mate. <laughs> um, this, uh, is this the one? Is this the Spike one from last night? The uh, Spike sent me a present. Uh, present sent me a picture of a present. He didn't send me a present because don't love us oh, enough. God. But he sent me a picture of a present. Uh, I won't. I won't bring it on screen. But it was basically a present that he's wrapped for a colleague for Secret Santa, and it was. It looked almost like. Do you know, like the three liter bottles of like white lightning, like the big, yeah, tall, far too well, Graham. Yeah, all yeah, too yeah. well. Yeah. Well, it was basically the shape of one of those, but the wrapping paper said. It's a massive dildo going down the wrapping paper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was like chocolates and lipstick or something he said that he got as a secret Santa. But yeah, yeah, nice. Um, please tell me the alerts are on speaker. If so, that could make for some gifty opportunities. No, 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 no. Do you know, I actually thought about it, but just for audio issues, obviously, we'd have to, I'd have to have make sure my... Uh, um, I, basically, I'd need to turn RTX voice back on to get rid of any feedback coming back through the mic and stuff so mm. yeah no 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 plus also i don't trust you guys <laughs> <laughs> i've had it before uh so i can change my setup to my speakers so i've got two 
Logitech speakers and a sub underneath the desk. So when I'm sat not working, I set my headset off and I have everything coming through the speakers in the sub, um, which is fine. But when the speaker is right next to my Alexa, if someone, mm-hmm. shut up, I'm not talking to you. Uh, <laughs> flashed up then, what? <laughs> uh, but when, when I'm watching someone on stream and someone will do it like, robot lady, turn off the whatever. Uh, turn off the lights and it's like, it's like, fuck, I'm sat here in darkness now. That's not, that's not me. Uh, I made sure there was smoke equipped at all times when near grape. Yeah, I did. Do you know what I did last night? Uh, timeless went down and I smoked him and I, I had to make sure I took an extra second because I said, even said on the stream, <laughs> if I end up nading him now, that's just going to look salty as fuck. <laughs> so, 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 so I was like, make sure there's a smoke equipped. Uh, yeah. Uh, you do nearly seven hours each week on Wednesdays alone, Graham. Exactly. Plus, then I agree with that. Each hour of the scoop is like two hours, pretty much. So, so mm-hmm. that's that's ten hours of the scoop ish there. So, we, yeah. Plus, baby's Skyrim stuff, and then we've got another PUBG ish on on Saturdays too. We get the hours in. We get the hours in. Not bad for a part time channel. Part time channel that's nearly full time channel. Ooh. Spicy me yeah, I think it's we're very, we're very close to reaching that threshold, aren't we? Of saying actually, we're probably not a part time channel anymore. If you're going live seven days a week and you're doing over 40 hours a week, it's nearly full time, isn't it? <laughs> we are full time, part time streamers. There we go. Let's go. I mean, I mean, to be fair, you take like 15 of those with your two PUBG streams. I can't play games for like more than three and a half hours. My brain just falls apart. It just you just see it start to dribble out of my ears. <laughs> I find it impossible. We were having the conversation in the office the other day about how I just don't pee when I'm on stream. I don't do anything. I don't need to yeah. eat. Don't need to pee. Don't. Need to... I can just sit here and seven eight hours will go by. I've not eaten. I've not moved. I've not drank. I've not. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I need is water. If, I, if as long as I'm kept moist, I'm like a plant. I'm a vegetable. Just keep keep me moist, and I'm okay. Moist. What you need to do is you, you need to leave the camera on like an extra 15 seconds after the scoot uh, after your stream finishes because if you haven't stood up for that amount of time when you do stand up you probably just fall over and hit the deck like <laughs> your legs just don't work anymore maybe that's why my posture is so bad because i just don't go anywhere that's my body slowly withering like yeah. i need to like at least once an hour i'll need to go downstairs make a drink probably grab a scotch egg maybe make a brew or go to the toilet or something i can't sit there like longer than an hour i love i love the way that you were like because it your brain instantly starts finishing the sentences. At least once an hour in the stream, I need to, and you, you, your brain's like, get up, get some drink, maybe go to the toilet, maybe have a snack. Baby throws in the words, grab a scotch egg. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, listen, it, it, is a fridge complete without having at least one scotch egg in the fridge at any given time? Do you know what, we, if, we, it, if you don't have one in there, then the answer's no. We, we, we don't have scotch eggs pretty often, to be fair. Um, not, not that we were against them. I'm a big fan of the scotch egg. Uh, any of the savoury snacks, look like sausage rolls, scotch eggs, little, little sausages, like even those like chicken balty flavoured, like whatever things. Yeah, any of that stuff. But we just don't get them often enough because full on going off, off on a tangent here. The dates are like super <laughs> crap. It's like it's the 16th day. You go to Tesco and it's like, I want, do you want 40 mini scotch eggs? You're fucking goddamn right. I want 40 mini scotch eggs. You have eight minutes to eat them, which then just <laughs> well, then it just turns it into like, a, I mean, there's, I mean, everyone would love, love to eat eight, uh, 40 scotch eggs in eight minutes every day. But it's just it's yeah. just like, what's the point? I want something for tomorrow and the day after as well when I'm eating. So we just yeah. don't, we don't bother. Gagad has never had a scotch egg. Okay. Oh, well, he says just grab a scotch. Oh, an actual scotch. Okay, got you. Just right. grab a scotch. I, I, thought, I thought he was just calling it a scotch rather than a glass yeah. of scotch kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, Gagad's obviously Scottish. He's in the in crowd. Just, 
just grab a scotch. Yeah, yeah. Not even like like not a sausage roll, just a rolly or something like that. I thought it was one of those mm. kind of thing. If you call a sausage roll a rolly, by the way, just leave the chat now with us. Just, we can be friends. <laughs> um, uh, you've never had a scotch Thanks, egg. Is is this is there is there a reason for this? Is this because it's like a besmirching on the on the Scottish brand? <laughs> is that the right word? Yeah. Uh, egg wrapped in sausage meat, wrapped in breadcrumbs. It's God's food, man. Like you genuinely, you can eat it warm. You can eat it cold. It's the perfect. It's the perfect thing to eat. Like it doesn't get much better than that. Have you had a freshly cooked Scotch egg? Where like when you cut it in and and the sausage meat is still like really warm all the way through. The breadcrumbs they haven't gotten cooled and then rewarmed kind of thing, so mm. they're still a bit crunchy and stuff. It's it's, it's fucking. Hell. I haven't. Uh, it's, but it's, I've it's, never had a, I've never had an egg one where you know where it's melted in the middle like yeah. a, um, a runny egg one. I've never had one of that. I've had warm Scotch eggs, but I've never had one where it's that fresh that the eggs runny in the middle. I've never had one of those. Right. I don't think decent. It's decent. It's decent. I mean, it's a different yeah. thing. It's, it's kind of like it's kind of like nobody eats a Scotch egg because they want to be feeling like they're sat in a Michelin star restaurant. Are they really? So, <laughs> yeah, so no. but. I'd rather take one of those because I know a giant Scotch egg is going to do the business. If I go to a Michelin star one and I get like, I don't know, an asparagus with a little bit of oil drizzle over the top. I mean, which one are you choosing, Graham? Chips. (laughs) Give me a Scotch egg (laughs) and a bunch of chips. Why is there a bit of plant with oil on it? You've got leaky plant on my plate. Get out. It's a stick. Don't need it. Don't need it. Uh, anyway, moving ahead, join us as we talk about other baked goods and pastry products and savoury snacks. Nice, nice. <laughs> Can't wait for the uh, cheese and onion roll deep dive next week. Where's your favourite? Where's your favourite cheese and onion roll from? It'd be like one of the. We'll have to stop breaking news and bring up like one of those scandal sort of headlines. Breaking news: <laughs> Man calls sausage roll slash cheese and onion roll whatever a roly. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to do it. It was just one of those things. It slipped out. I'll try to be better. I, I just want to take this experience, <laughs> move forward, and learn to be a better person. Oh. Get out. I need to start it with one of those deep sighs as well. <sighs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe rub some Vicks underneath your eyes so they get a little bit hazy. Do you know what I mean? All the techniques, Graham. 100%. 100%. Uh, by the way, if we ever need to do an apology for something, just you can take it as granted it's bullshit. We don't mean it. It's full on. If you see a jar of it <laughs> stood at the side, it's, it's false. Big news. Uh, Gagan says, no, I've just never fan- uh, never fancied one. Do you know what? We might have built it up a little bit too much because you can get you can get no, a haven't. lot of shit ones, like, like where it's just like flavourless sausage. Uh, that's what mm. she said. Uh, or the eggs are just a bit plasticky kind of thing. Um, some, you can get a lot of them at crap, particularly if you just got it out of a like a fridge in your local Tesco or whatever. But you can get some really good ones in your fridge in your local Tesco as well. So so if it's your first ever one, don't be afraid to throw that extra 50 pence on. Get the, get the nicer one that's next to the uh, the uh, the duffers. Yeah, nice. Give us a go. Uh, he's got to give it a go. Give, it, give, us a, give us an update. We want a full review on Monday, next week, I get Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to egg you. Uh, egg you on in this stream. <laughs> At a Michelin-starred oh. restaurant, it would be a deconstructed Scotch egg, a sliced boiled egg with a side of sausage meat and a pile of breadcrumbs. It, no, the breadcrumbs will be like salt bed over the top of the plate. They'll just put the bits out and then mm. like run them down the forearm just all over the plate. There's only three bloody bread. Yeah, all the rest just bounced off my arm onto the floor. I'm sorry, mate. You get no more breadcrumbs. That's just it, but it is. By the way, 200 quid. <laughs> What? What? <laughs> anyway, enough of that. We are actually here to talk about video games. So we have a few good stories again. Once again, 
the week before Christmas week, uh, and we still have good news. What is this? This is amazing. Nice. Um, we actually have some decent, decent bits of news as well. Uh, today's lead story you will have seen if you've seen our social assets already is from Jeremy Signor. Signor. I'm going to call him Signor. I'll probably well, I'll call him Signor next time as well. But I'm going to try call him Signor. Uh, so Jeremy Signor at VG247 says Ubisoft announces Splinter Cell remake from Far Cry 6 Studio. The game will use the in-house Snowdrop engine is this happening is this real is this real life ubisoft have announced that they are making a splinter cell game that's not a mobile game and doesn't just take sam fisher and throw him into monster hunter or something in conjunction with capcom amazing okay we'll jump through that first we will then follow that talking about the fact that call of duty warzone's anti-cheat kernel level uh, driver is now available globally so if you play warzone there's a good chance you'll get less cheats in your game do feel free to stick around let us know if you are playing warzone if you have been playing warzone if you've got any input on that if you've got any impacts early thoughts do let us know Following that, Gorilla shows off Horizon Forbidden West PS4 screenshots for the first time. So obviously it was a next-gen only game, which is now available on the last gen as well. Uh, so we will have a look at that one, um, see what it looks like on the PS4. Then we will get into uh, a conversation that Next Gen Base has almost started on, on a different tangent in the chat. Uh, the fact that Stalker 2 is a game that Booby's super hyped for, uh, and mm -hmm. it will sell an NFT of course it will. Of course it will. Uh, that will allow uh, the uh, will uh, an NFT that lets the owner become an NPC in the game. So if you want to be in the game, like eSports level esque in the game, then then you can buy it with an NFT. And then finally, this one is it's it's pretty close to home. So this is actually a few days old. This article and those that do follow us on Twitter will have seen that we posted about this the other evening. But the analog pocket is basically. Think of your, your old Game Boy Color, the old school Game Boys, but with uh, a 1440p uh, screen in it and the ability to switch between all of the Game Boy cartridges that have ever been made, plus Game Gear cartridges, plus a lot more. Anyway, it's a cool little bit of kit. And we've got two. Yeah. Let's go, baby. So that <laughs> is the news of the day. Uh, jump into the split screen. Uh, so, Mr. Bib. Are you mm -hmm. a Splinter Cell guy? I wouldn't say I'm massive on it. I've I've played, I wouldn't say through. I've played a couple of them. I've ju I'm just never really good at stealth games, Graham, which is why I've never really got into the Hitman stuff. Like, I'm just too eager to get through it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just never really been my bag. The worst thing about stealth games, though, is when you go into a stealth game, I mean, a complete tangent before we go into the story, is when you go into a stealth game and you're like, okay, we're going to take our time. I can see there's a camera up there. I can see there's a guard that goes backwards and forwards, goes to the end, rotates 180, goes to the end, rotates 180, straight up and down in corridor. So we know what his pattern is. We know what he is. We can see there's three other guards. I know if I take this guard out, then that takes me with two other guards. And then, and then you take one of the guards. If you've done all of this stalking, you pretty much have annihilated the entire map. Is one guard left. And then some guard just pops up behind you and sees you and you're like, fuck! And all of it goes to shit and you end up just running around shooting everything anyway. Do -do 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 -do. So yeah, there we go. Anyway, uh, so if you like games like that, well, good news! <laughs> Ubisoft announced a Splinter Cell remake from Far Cry 6 Studio. The game will use in-house Snowdrop Engine, once again written by Jeremy Senor at VG247. And it says... Ubisoft announced that Ubisoft Toronto is working on a remake of Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell using the Snowdrop engine, which is also being used for Avatar, Frontiers of Pandora, and Ubisoft Star Wars game. Do you know what? I completely forgot about Avatar game. We saw that 
yeah, E3-ish. Um, yeah, that was one of the conferences that I didn't cover. I think, was that was that you, maybe Ben or Mr. T and, and Nico? I can't, I can't remember either way. Um, but yeah, the company... Yeah, news, yeah it was, yeah. Um, the company posted a look back at Splinter Cell history as well as uh, a lengthy interview with three key members of the team responsible for being, uh, bringing back Sam Fisher. Quote, to me... A remake takes what you do in a remaster and goes a little bit further with it, explains producer Matt West when asked about what makes uh, this game a full-on remake as opposed to a remaster. Excuse me. Although we're still in the very earliest stages of development, what we're trying to do is make sure the spirit of the early games remains intact in all of the ways that gave Splinter Cell uh, its identity. So as we're building it from the ground up, we're going to update it visually as well as some of the design elements to match player comfort and expectations. And we're going to keep it linear like the original games not make it open world. It's important for us to preserve the sense of mastery by supporting players who observe the situations, make their plan, use their gadgets, and outsmart the enemy creatively to deal with the challenges they are presented with, said creative director Chris Orte. Ideally, they end up coming out on the other side with no one having realised you were even there. That's the essence of Splinter Cell. Yeah, of course, mate. That's how it always happens. Yep, nobody knows I was there. There's 27 dead bodies in that room. What? Uh, not a lot of solid uh, solid details are known yet, but interviews like the one that accompanied this announcement go a long way towards building trust in the final product. Time will tell if they are successful. Meanwhile, Ubisoft is still embroiled in accusations of talk. Okay, see, there's, there's been a lot more Ubisoft news. I get it's important. Like we said, we've said just this week that it's important to keep mentioning like the negative stories. Do not allow. Activisions and Ubisoft or whatever to to drop off the press, but like I just don't feel that's the right journalistic tangent there. Ubisoft this last week have had that NFT uh, stuff around Rainbow Six. That's where I would go with my tangent in terms of putting this sort of stuff. But 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 yeah yeah. Anyway, that's a completely different story. Um, Ubisoft announced a Splinter Cell remake. From Far Cry 6 Studio. I mean, my, my first thoughts are, why did we spend like a good chunk of this article focusing on the fact that it's a remake and not a remaster? Why did that need d- describing? What? But <laughs> other than that, Mr. Bib, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I, I love remakes over remasters because I think remaster, it, people get their hopes up too much about it because they don't necessarily know what that consists of. Usually, I think a a, rem, uh, a remaster is usually something that just gets put through a machine, and they might make the the the, the original 480 480p textures. They might make them into a 4K texture or a HD texture, and then it looks a little bit better, and it's obviously playable on newer consoles. But a remake, a remake is something I would deem in the category of what Resident Evil did. What Resident Evil did with their second and third game is beyond comprehension in my in my opinion like it was the perfect remakes it's two more than three because obviously three did get uh, a couple of bits taken out of it which just waiting for the words a lot of people tower. off say the words yeah, well yeah I, I didn't want to say it graham because I, my blood was already starting to boil and i think you just sent me just up watching the ice cream get lobbed across the, the fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Yeet>. um <laughs> 
But yeah, like that is what I deem a remake to be. It's from the ground up. It's something that someone is taking their entire time to create new character models, uh, new gameplay mechanics, making them a lot more modern, um, getting voice actors back in again, whether or not it's to do mocap stuff or literally just to do the voice acting. Like That's what I consist of a remake. A remaster is definitely something that's a little bit more scaled down metaphorically but physically obviously they're upscaling some of the stuff to make it a little bit more playable on your modern day consoles but yeah this is exciting for a lot of people i mean maybe myself included is this the time that i get into splinter cell abilities that start to believe what the hype potentially could be about it but yeah i think this is very good news for a lot of people this is listen splinter cell has been teased for the longest time it's been getting people's hopes up for the longest time i'm happy for the people that i've been waiting for a new a Splinter Cell game because it looks like we things are actually starting to move in the right direction for them now. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, the the cool things here, and we've we've spoken about this a few times in the last week, is this is a remake. This isn't them going, oh, let's throw out a brand new Splinter Cell game because I feel like there there is a big demand for a Splinter Cell game, but there also isn't at the same time. It's one of those things that people that want want. Uh, I know that's an obvious thing to say, but it's like talking about The Simpsons hit and run. Um, a lot of people want it, but also those people want it. Uh, it's Tony Hawk remaster. A lot of people wanted it, but those people wanted it kind of thing. And this is one of those things. Splinter Cell has been left outside uh, for so long in the cold yeah. that, that a lot of people don't know what it is. A lot of people's first experiences of Splinter Cell will be whatever the next game is that's released. Yeah. So people be like, okay, I've seen that dude in stuff. Don't know what it is. I didn't even know that it was another thing. I thought it was just another character. Um, so they have to start afresh, effectively. So by going in with a remake, that's good because they instantly speak to the old audience, but then put themselves on the front foot in front of a new crowd with what is essentially, to them, a brand new game. Um, mm -hmm. But it's a brand new game that you don't have to write a script for because that exists. It's a brand new game that you you probably don't have to um pay voice actors and stuff for again because most of that stuff exists to an extent mm -hmm. I, I assume they've got all of that some bits might need to be recorded i'm not sure um either way you can cut a lot of corners with that which is cost effective which is good which means that if the game makes money then then it's even better for ubisoft and then the other thing is we've mentioned this a few times already this this is a bit we've mentioned a few times already is the fact that it's it's if you see in a game with a remake or a remaster or something's brought to the table, that is a surefire sign that a brand wants to do something yeah. with that brand. And that is the the uh, the litmus test. Okay, let's just see how this goes down. If Splinter Cell Remake does bits, guaranteed, within two, three years, uh, we'll have another Splinter Cell game hitting the market big. It's Ubisoft. Within nine months, we'll have Splinter Cell 2022 hitting the market, and then we'll have 2023 and 2024, and then each one of them will have all these other broken mechanics and stuff. Okay, enough yeah. of the Ubisoft standard. But, but yeah, this is a good sign. This is a good sign. People have wanted Splinter Cell for a long time. For me, I was always, this was one of those sort of like, there's certain things, like wh wh when you were a kid, it's like, uh, I did that song, like, mate, which one are you? Whereas obviously you, mm -hmm. can, have, you can have both. It's, it's one of those like A versus B, yin versus yang. Uh, and for me, it was 
growing up, it was Splinter Cell or Metal Gear Solid, and I was firmly in the Metal mm-hmm. Gear Solid camp. Um, obviously, you can yeah. like both. You can like both, uh, 100%. You can play both. You can absolutely adore both. But Splinter mm-hmm. Cell is it, is less on my radar. Um, and I think this, it's it's probably safe to say, compared to Metal Gear Solid, Splinter Cell is, is, is less on most people's radars. But... Yeah two years time that might be very different if this remake goes down yeah. well so good to see good to see you think it's an expensive tester you think that they maybe should have potentially remastered a few of them first because it's been so long since we've had one this is going to cost them millions to be able to make again um do you think this do you, do, 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 are they are they confident and i'm 100 i mean i am i mean i'm not even in the splinter cell community and i know for 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 a fact that people have been waiting for a new splinter cell game do you think that this is an expensive test for them ish i think it'll be an expensive test but i i think it's an expensive test that's almost a surefire win surely with the amount of people that have been asking for splinter cell like i said it's uh, it's but it's not by any means a niche area of the market it's still a large number of people but a lot of people want splinter cell enough and i think if they yeah. if they delivered a half ass game then then those people might be like oh i'm not actually it's another one we've had splinter cell mobile games we've had splinter cell crossovers with other things we've got another we've just got a cheesy remaster the fact that they're going for a big remake gives them something to go actually do you know what we've listened here is something brand new ish 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 but it's brand new (laughs) so it satisfies them plus it's it gets rid of the issue of like i say for a lot of people this will be their first experience as sam fisher so giving them a remaster that's where you you will you often tend to have the same controls so so Pippi talks about old Resident Evil games being a bit clunky mm-hmm. using the tank controls and stuff. Obviously, that wasn't in the remakes, but but remasters, more often than not, not always, more often than not, they keep the same control schemes, um, which is the bit that this dude talked about in here, uh, which I don't get why they felt the need to go over the difference between what a remake and a remaster is. Uh, why did we say it? There you go. So, so it gives design elements uh, that matches the player comfort and expectations. So, a lot of people's first experiences with Sam Fisher and Splinter Cell, if they played remasters, they're like, "Well, this looks shit and plays shit. Don't think I'll get another one." So, so yeah, I think that's it's a smart one. So, I think it will cost them millions, but I think it will earn them that millions back quite easily um, mm-hmm. with it with them having notes to copy off from the old game to move forward so a lot of a lot of their work has already been put into place so i think i think i I would be surprised if this works out badly for ubisoft in any way i think it's just going to be quids in and then setting up the future uh tito says hello muchachos did you see that tito's rebranded by the way babe he's not 25 anymore sorry i I didn't hear that i caught out what did you say Uh, tito has rebranded he's not 25 anymore okay what is it in the chat is just tito was Tito. It, it was Tito twenty five up until last night. He decided, "Fuck it, I'm rebranding." That's it. Am I that o- zero instead of an o, instead of an O? Yeah, I think someone had nabbed, nabbed the O. So he's t- <laughs> so we now have to refer to him as T zero. Which is what next gen basis just wrote. Let's go. <laughs> great minds, great minds. T no, T not, T not. <laughs> like, like like dreadnought, but. Oh, we'll call it Dreadnought is D-R-E-A-D, whereas that's T-E-A-D. We'll just go for Ted Knott. That's his name. Ted Knott. Let's Ted go. Knott. Let's go, Ted Knott. Let's go. <laughs> Welcome to the stream, Ted Knott. 
Uh, it's my IQ depleted as I've got an order. Older. <laughs> Don't be so negative, Ted Nort. Honestly, stop being so hard on yourself, Ted Nort. We we'll love you. Love you, Ted Nort. Uh, moving ahead. Moving ahead. Uh, move that noise. Pip. Yes. Have you played Call of Duty Warzone since the uh, Pacific update? No, uh, I've. <laughs> I haven't played Call of Duty Warzone in 18 months, maybe. <laughs> well, do you know what? Now's the perfect time. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Ish. Uh, sounds like a farmer's name. Ted Nort. There you go. Uh, Tom Ivan of EGC has this story that says, Call of Duty Warzone's anti-cheat kernel level driver is now available globally. It will be added to the PC version of Call of Duty Vanguard later. Um, Activision has rolled out Call of Duty Warzone's anti-cheat kernel level driver globally. Following its launch in the Asia-Pacific region last week, the driver is now available worldwide, the company said on Wednesday. The driver will automatically install alongside a Warzone Pacific update on Battle.net and is required to play the game on PC. The driver, which will be released for Call of Duty Vanguard at a later date, operates with high privileges on your computer, able to access all resources on your system while it is running. According to Activision FAQ, this allows the game to detect any anti-cheat software that may be running in the background. Uh, it states that cheating software has become more sophisticated and is now able to manipulate the game's code without running the game itself. This can make it impossible to, to detect with in-game anti-cheat methods. Uh, the driver allows the game to monitor any applications that may be running at the same time, which lets Warzone's anti-cheat team figure out whether a player was using an unauthorized process to manipulate the game. Although the driver is required to play Warzone, Activision claims it will only run while users are playing the game and will shut down as soon as they exit. Let's leave it there. We don't need to go through the uh, stuffs. Is is this worthy of a story? What are your thoughts, Bib? I think it is. I think it's worthy of a story. It's, it's, it's one that I, I did want to include because I know of people leaving the Warzone, um, leaving the Warzone game. They don't want to play it either competitively or uh, just casually. Like I've seen Courage, most notably, and he's probably the most high, highest profile uh, streamer that I've seen uh, just take this out of his rotation. He's just not playing it at all now. He, he He's disgusted by the way that they've handled the cheaters. Like If you are playing a game and every single game you're having at least one cheater in there, it becomes tedious very quick and you won't want to continue playing. Like, why would you want to be competing in a game where you're getting wall-banged from the other side of the map or you're being able to fall through the bottom of it, wait for everyone to move over, hope that you're in the circle, and then just pop up at the end? Like, it's it's ridiculous how long it's taken them to be able to put something like this in. I mean, the, the stuff about having kernels on your PC and stuff, we, we covered this last year. It might even be the year before with Valorant people was kicking off because I thought people were spying on your PC. I don't think it's that deep. I don't think you need to be worried about Listen, if you want to see what people are looking at on your PC and you're worried about it, then you're obviously doing something wrong. <laughs> like No one's looking at your PC and looking in your folders. Um, it's just something that's there to help gaming stay fair and... I can't believe it's taken them this long to be able to put something in there, considering this was one of the most popular battle royales that is out there. And I don't know whether or not it's because of people like Courage that are not playing this game anymore because they don't want to be in a game where people are just constantly cheating. They think, shit, we need to get some traction behind this. We need to ramp this up and get it out as fast as possible and hope that these people are going to be streaming the game to their thousands of viewers again. But not just for the streamers. This is obviously for people who want to be playing casually. 
a lot of people would have dropped off because of this as well. So hopefully this will start to bring people back and it will be fair across the board. I can't see it being great from the get-go. I still think they need a lot more to do. This isn't going to change anything overnight, but it's a step in the right direction. Yeah, I always I find it funny when you get like the same people that will be pissing and moaning about anti-cheats, like uh, about cheaters, are the people that are also pissing and moaning about having kernel-level drivers. And why are they accessing all of my system? It's like cheating has advanced, but you don't want anti-cheat to advance, but you want it to be successful. You want to have your cake and eat it. It's not possible. You need to provide that stuff. I get certain there is there is issues, potentially security risks and so on. But actually, I was just about to say would you expect that from Activision? Can we really say that about Activision at this point in time with everything that's been going on? Would you? But okay, no well, taking that aside, it needs it needs and must. Don't have it, don't play it. It's as simple as that. Everyone else, though, uh, I'm firmly in, in the camp that if this is this is the modern anti-cheat system. This is what we need. So yeah, it is what it is. Um, oh, I, I missed that comment actually. Next Gen Base says uh, they need Michael Ironside. Back. That's in um, what's it called? Some fishy game. I forgot. Splinter Cell. There we go. Uh, mm -hmm. We do need Michael Ironside back, but not from Splinter Cell, just so that they can go. Radcheck's roughneck. Woo! Uh, Radcheck is was uh, Michael Ironside in in Starship Troopers. There you go. Welcome. Nice. Um, uh, my first match in Warzone Pacific dropped in midair. Got shot out of the sky with an SMG from miles away. Can't come quick enough. Can't even turn off crossplay to avoid cheaters. Yikes. Yikes. No, I, I can't, absolutely throw it in. And the, the thing is, uh, Rico's Roughnecks, hoorah! Exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the thing is, it's not just Valorant. It's not just uh, Warzone as well. I'll jump this one in. This wasn't on the agenda, but I'm going to show it on screen anyway. This was actually announced just, just uh, was it five days ago? Yeah, five days ago, PUBG announced... Uh, Zikinthos anti-cheat system. Uh, so cheating is always a concern with online free-to-play games. Here's what we're doing to prevent it from PUBG Battlegrounds, the Zink, uh, Zikinthos anti-cheat system. Um, what is Zikinthos? Uh, in an effort to continuously reinforce our anti-cheat system, PUBG Studios developed a proprietary anti-cheat solution, Zikinthos, to, comp uh, to combat the use of cheat software used in PUBG Battlegrounds. Um, about Zikinthos, it's equipped with various features such as automated machine learning-based analysis of cheat software, 24-hour monitoring of ranked matches, implementation of kernel drivers, etc., to further enhance the security of PUBG Battlegrounds. The implementation of Zikinthos reduced approximately 28% of the use of cheat software to the previous year. We have taken our anti-cheat process to a faster and more effective level with Zikinthos and will continue to do so as we fight for a secure and fair gameplay experience. And then look, pretty graph to show that it's really good. Nice. <laughs> and off the screen. Um, so yeah, PUBG. If if PUBG has kernel level stuff, then you know it's 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 useful because PUBG don't do stuff until everyone else has done it three to four years before. That wasn't the case, but that is the case now. So so yeah, no, this is one of those things though because cheating has financial implications. PUBG are all over it because you know the money is the money is. But yeah, mm -hmm. it's it's just one of those things. Current level drivers is is one of the things. Do it, run with it. And actually, do you know a content creator that I actually really like? Um, it's funny to see them. Uh, unintentionally, oh bollocks! Unintentionally getting bodied in the chat, uh, in the in the responses, should I say, to that message? So player IGN, um, who is a PUBG uh, data miner, 
he usually gets all of the PUBG content out first. He responded to that Zakynthos cheat message with this. Uh, so I said, my game works fine without it, though. So you can see that he's gone into Task Manager, he's found the Zakynthos anti-cheat, and he's exited it. Like... Like, he's like, yeah, I don't even need it, Dickhead. Yeah, of course your attitude's that good. I've got rid of it. Uh, but then Alex, the PUBG dev, responded with, uh, even if you force quit the Zikinthos service, the kernel driver will still stay engaged as long as the client is running. So no impact on anti-cheat effectiveness. In fact, turning the service off might prevent the kernel driver from disengaging when it's supposed to. So these people that don't want this kernel software stuff, like, I don't want it on my system. Why is it looking at my stuff? I'm going to get rid of it. By killing it once it's already active... All you're doing is stopping the ability for it to deactivate itself. So you're you're adding to what you don't want it to be doing. What? <laughs> what? Why? Why? Am I, why? Why putting so much energy and time and resources into stopping the anti cheat stuff? I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, breaking news: Leicester versus Spurs to be postponed. How long until all games are postponed? Good question. It's, I mean, is that is the cards in it? Is that a Spursy thing? Because would that be the third game in a row that Spurs have had postponed, or is that a wider football thing? That's that's the only question I would have, and I don't know enough about the condition of other teams. I know there was forty-two players over the weekend that um, were uh, tested positive for COVID, so. That's quite a large number. United, United's was as well, wasn't it? Yeah, United's games was Tuesday. Burn, Burnley's last night, maybe, I think, I heard today. The Burnley game last night was called off too. So it, it could be, it could be. I wouldn't be surprised if they go, fuck it, three weeks, boom, over Christmas or something like that. Which I think that's the issue though, is the uh, there's a very high expectation that Christmas games should be continuing. And even through, through last year, uh, through through lockdown the football was quick to get going and, and then maintained ish ish obviously it was quicker to get going in the likes of germany and stuff because we all sat watching the bundesliga for two three four weeks or whatever it was until the yeah. Premier league kicked off but yeah um fuck i'm gonna have to talk to relatives says tito oh no um it's all right ted not we've got you uh leicester spurs and Accrington versus sheffield wednesday in league one gillingham's ground is close to bracing for a footballless christmas <laughs> It's all right. It's the list uh, cricket is on. Oh, do you know what? For us, I, I looked at the screen uh, to my left, which is my uh, um, OBS screen. But on that screen preview, you're too small. You're far away, so I couldn't tell if you were being serious. So I had to look to the screen at my right, and I saw your face. Oh. Then I was like, "Gonna say <laughs> what the fuck?" I is mean, this? the cricket is on. The cricket will be on. The Ashes will still be being played. So it's not going to be the worst if you're into cricket. Moving ahead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> moving swiftly on. <laughs> Our next story, written by Vlad Mazanko at the game, says Guerrilla shows off Horizon Forbidden West PS4 screenshots for the first time. The Horizon sequel manages to look impressive, even on eight-year-old hardware. So in case any of you might have forgotten, yes, Horizon Forbidden West is coming not only to PS5, but also to the eight-year-old PS4 as well. Guerrilla has shown off screenshots from the last-gen version of the game, and they look stunning in italics as well, just to get the emphasis across, with an ellipsis following it. Although it remains to be heard whether fan noise may make your PS4 sound as if a spaceship is about to lift off. Well, I would never play that on my PS4 Pro. It, <laughs> it wouldn't even be fan noises. I'd just turn it on. It'd be just like, <laughs> oh, fuck. Just like one of those like cartoons where I'd just be sat there with like soot stains across my face kind of thing. My head just stuck up. <laughs> Not playing that one then, eh? Uh. Um, the developer has released four Forbidden West screenshots captured on PS4. Not even PS4 Pro. 
To illustrate all the beauty of the sequel, the studio provided shots of several different regions of post-apocalyptic America, including green jungle with dense foliage, as well as scorching desert with an impressive draw distance. Another detail that can't be ignored in these is the sky. Uh, the natural colouring and the clouds look very believable, creating the feeling of an adventure calling out. Perhaps the only thing that might show the last gen source uh, of these screenshots are the reflections in the water. Still, it seems like Horizon Forbidden West visual will be top-notch even if you didn't get yourself a shiny new ps5 this year sadly the team didn't provide any comparison for the underwater sections in forbidden west which are going to be a big part of the sequel as previously mentioned these episodes are using different watering rendering techniques on ps5 but we have to wait to see all the differences when the game arrives uh, sony's offering free upgrade to the ps5 version okay we don't need to see that we don't need to see that uh, what we will do though is jump through to the tweet to get some looks at the screenshots. Have you seen these, Bib? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think they look great. I want to see them side by side with the PlayStation 5 versions. Um, not just for my own curiosity, if I'm being honest, because it looks it, it looks great on the PlayStation 4. I mean, it, it, obviously it will, because the PlayStation 4, you can still play the Pro, uh, play, uh, still play it with HDR if you've got a PlayStation 4 Pro. They are still going to look stunning. Obviously, they just will be a, uh, I say, a little bit or a lot better uh, on your PlayStation Five. But this is still going to be a massively decent experience for you to be able to go through on your PlayStation Four, especially if you're using a pro console. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful universe, space, place. Not sure, um, but yeah, it's a beautiful setting, shall we say, for you to be able to play in this game. I think the color palette. We'll show it off nicely, um, but yeah, I think it's I think it's cool that they are giving you a free upgrade for this. So even if you wanted to play, I mean, you just buy the cheaper version on PlayStation Four and get the PlayStation Five version for free, unless they are the same price. If I'm not mistaken, I think that'll save you a little bit of money. Pass. Yes, maybe ish. Um, they mentioned that this is going to be the last game that you get a free upgrade for, and then after that, it's ten pound, which I don't think will break the bank. I think that genuinely will be the difference anyway, but. You might be able to save some money with this one by the PlayStation 4 version if you do have a PlayStation 5 and get the PlayStation 5 version for free. Maybe save yourself 15 quid. Not too sure. Um, but yeah, the, the, the game's going to be stunning regardless of what console you play it on. It's still a PlayStation 4. It's still super powerful. You're good to go. Don't worry about it. Thoughts. Um, what is the reasoning for sharing these images? Is this because they're super proud of how it runs on the PS4 and they want people that have PS4s to be assured that this game looks stunning on their system? Or is this, oh, it's 10 days till Christmas, uh, shitloads of people still can't get PS5s. Let's distract by talking about how good this game is on your PS4 because you're probably going to need it till next year because the console chip shortage is going to last for the next 27,000 years. I think it's a bit of both. I think it's a bit of both. They want to sell this game, but they also don't want people to think, do you know what, I'm going to wait for a PlayStation 5 version before I play this game because I want to play it in the best way as possible. They're showing you how good the game looks on your console. I think it's a little bit of both. They want to sell copies, but they also you know, want to cater to people who aren't interested in or can't afford to get a PlayStation 5 yet. No, I agree. I agree. It looks, it looks, it looks gorgeous. It really does. It, but, but then again, so did Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, looking at Horizon Zero Dawn on a PS4, and that's eight-year-old hardware, but what a five-year-old game? I don't know how old it is now. I can't quite remember. Um, and that looked incredible. There is no issue with that. And I think I, I, there's, there's. 
I'm, I don't really buy into that. It looks beautiful. And it's like, cause, because we haven't made such a massive drastic step from the last generation to this generation. It's not going from 16-bit to 32-bit or to 64-bit. It's PS4 to PS5. There is very little differences. Um, maybe a few extra frames later in the generation. 4K, which we could kind of do-ish, properly-ish anyway. Um, ray tracing, okay, well, that's in there. Um, and that's probably... Someone feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but ray tracing obviously is the tracing of light beams. Um, is ray tracing what has made the water not look very good? Uh, not not look very good, I'll take that back. It still looks good because you can see it. You've seen it on the screen. Um, just doesn't look as good. Uh, and is that because of ray tracing? It, does water use the RTX software because it's refracting, uh, refract it, reflecting? Which word is it? Refract or reflect? Yeah. Uh, it would be reflect, wouldn't it? Because refract is bending and, and, and splitting mm -hmm. of light. So, yeah, reflecting light. Um, is it is it that? I think it may be, may be that, but it still looks gorgeous. Like this screenshot uh, here, just because there isn't any ray tracing and actual real-time reflections... Um, yeah, this this thing that Aloy's riding in the water doesn't really have proper reflection there. These light beams, there's no like there's there's no blue coming off this bird there. It's just like a rough reflection of it. Still looks really good though. You wouldn't look at that and go, ah, it's not an act accurate life for like, yeah, I'm not no, it's not for me, it's not for me. Still looks really good. So yeah, yeah. Nice. Breaking news, surprising story. A first-party game looks good on first-party consoles. Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> nah, it, it is good news, though. I mean, I wanted to kind of, like, bring in some of the negativity of the fact that there is no uh, next-gen consoles, but it's nice to bring in the positivity of the fact that if you don't have a next-gen console, you can still play um, next-gen experiences, essentially. Essentially, not all games, looking at you, Cyberpunk, need to be ripped out to just the basics to work. And this looks looks beautiful. So it's good to see. Um, tell you one thing that's not too good to see. NFTs. Ooh. I mean, they're not bad. They're not bad at their core. We had this conversation just the other day, and it was probably going to be something that gets more and more frequent as... as the world snatches at NFTs purely because they all want to make money. Um, but mm. but non-fungible tokens, as they're actually known, could be quite useful. However, uh, we will have to draw a conclusion on this one. I haven't read through the full article, so I don't want to paint it as a distinctly negative. I just wanted to put some negative around it because naturally the, the, the article itself or the story itself would want to push it as a positive. So I wanted to give some balance as we go in. But Chris Scullion at VGC uh, has the look at the fact that Stalker 2 will sell an NFT that lets the owner become an NPC in the game. So there will be an opportunity to be an, a, a meta-human in the upcoming title. Stalker 2 has become the latest game to enter the controversial world of non-fungible tokens. Ooh, Nietzsche scared the fucking shit out of me. Oh my god, he just typed exclamation mark <laughs> Nietzsche and he just went hello there in my ears. I put my pants. Is that someone just breathing behind you? <laughs> yeah, literally. I was just it was Anyway, back in the room. Uh, Nichio! I'll read. Um, so, Stock 2 has become the latest game to enter the controversial world of non-fungible tokens, NFTs. The game's developer, GSC Game World, has announced that it's teaming up with NFT trading platform DMarket to use blockchain technology that it claims will let the community own a piece of Stalker 2. Starting this, uh, this month, players can register for item drops, the first of which will be an auction and will allow one player to become an NPC in the game, which is due for release on PC and Xbox Series X and S in April 2022. 
or as GSC Game World puts it, it will, quote, initiate its metaversial, uh, metaversial bridge and bring, uh, quote, new digital era and unique meta experience you've never had before. End quote. GSE Gamewell claims, quote, as part of the drop series, the first ever MetaHuman will be released and exposed to hundreds of millions of gamers worldwide. In the game, the MetaHuman will appear as an NPC or a non-playable character. The face of the real owner will be recreated in the game by using photogrammetry technology, resulting in the highest possible level of realism. A second NFT drop will happen in February with what GSC refers to as high secretive genesis packs with following drops to be announced on twitter and discord uh, gse game world is the latest in a line of developers and publishers that are embracing nfts despite what appears to be a sizable degree of resistance from players ubisoft recently announced plans to add nft nfts to its games which were met with overwhelming backlash resulting in the announced trailer getting more than 95 percent dislikes hmm hmm this is an interesting one. This is an interesting one. So the concept, an NFT is basically a digital ownership. Uh, it's, you, you're buying a digital receipt. That's all it is. You own something that other people can copy and paste, but you have that the receipt, the, 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 the guarantee, the certificate of authenticity. That's what you're buying when you buy an NFT because everyone else can have it realistically. Um, however, this one is a little bit different because not only are you buying a certificate of authenticity... Nice, Twitter. Uh, not only are you buying a certificate of authenticity, but you get to put yourself into a game. Is this a bad thing? What are your thoughts, Bib? I don't see this as a bad thing. This particular NFT. Now, I'm not a fan of NFTs at all. I think they are a, a way for other companies to be able to make money off of you wanting to buy something. They just get a chunk of it. Even if I, if you was to buy something off me, I would get the money, but they would also get a commission. Like they, they are just inventing something to be able to constantly get a forever loop on them getting money. This, however is completely different in my opinion because for as long as i can remember a lot of kickstarters have something where maybe if you spent two thousand pounds you get to become a character in a game uh, you get to have your name in the credits or something um if you was to send them a picture of yourself you might end up being an NPC or a poster on the wall or being part of a cutscene. i don't know but these things have happened historically yeah. for your money you are getting something in return. You are being in the game and technically you are getting a digital receipt that you can keep with your serial number on. And if someone out there wants to buy a, a digital receipt of you in a video game, you can sell it and See, make a little bit of money off I mean, it. That's kind of, get you money back. that's kind of where I was thinking, like, like let's say, because obviously this is quite a big thing. Someone's got this could go for could go for hundreds of thousands uh of pounds euros dollars whatever it could do i don't know if it will do it could do let's say it goes for 200 grand um i buy it for 200 grand i get my face and name in the game what is kind of the point because that's that's useful to me oh look there's me I, this is what my face and stuff looks like right now in 10 years time and i go oh, do you know what? i'm not asked i want to sell it that if I you buy it off me for two hundred and fifty grand, I make a bit of profit. Um, stalkers devs take a cut of it as well. You get yourself an NPC mm -hmm. NFT, but you can't update that with your face, which which I get. Obviously, you don't. Nobody buys a, the Mona Lisa and goes, "Can we just repaint it so it looks like me?" Because it's like <laughs> you bought the Mona Lisa. But 
Yeah. I, I suppose you're not really buying... I mean, you are buying the art of yourself in-game or the ability to have the art of yourself in-game. But I suppose that's it. You're buying You're buying to get yourself in the game. Is there any real sell-on value for someone else buying someone else's ability to be in the game? Or it, well, Unless they make your character be something that is well-renowned and a, a character that they'll end up getting talked about because it is fun and quirky... And no, like I'm not being funny unless you uh, unless you have genuinely have more money than sense as Tito just said. Basically, what people saying that people have more money than sense. Put it this way, right? If I was a multi-billionaire and the new Elder Scrolls game was looking for someone to be in the game and you could pay three grand and be a part of that, then I'd probably do it because I've got more money than sense. Like I've got what else am I going to spend my money on? I love I love Elder Scrolls. I'll, I've got the opportunity to be in the game. Of course I'd do it. And then I'd just get a digital receipt of my face. Yeah. I imagine that I can just keep uh, however long I want to keep it for. That's the only realistic reason that you'd want to do it. You wouldn't just want to do it just for the sake of potentially owning something that's worth money because that feels like a bad buy if you think that this is going to be worth a lot of money. Again, unless your character has value and people actually like the character in the game and it is fun and quirky and then someone with more money than sense comes in and buys it from you. I don't know. I, this is the only viable option. I think this is just getting a digital receipt for something that's historically gone on for decades uh, in terms of yeah. people wanting to fund something. Uh I agree with what Nick said. Good morning, by the way, Nick. Uh, good after morning, should I say. Afternoon, how's it going? We're good. We're good. Thank you for opening. Mm -hmm. um, everything bonus they are offering could easily be done without it being an NFT. And it has. I mean, they're talking about the first metaversial human being in games. Are they saying this is the first person that's that's gone from doing something to getting themselves in the game? Because there are tons of people that have been featured in video games in different ways over the time, uh, over the years. Even Pez, in about 2012, 2013, they had a tournament held in Spain where a bunch of players went through, and it was like that Wayne Rooney football thing that was on Sky One. You do all these different skill challenges and, and so on, whittling yeah. it down to just one player. That player then Street got... Street striker. Yeah, exactly. That took one player who got shipped to Japan. He got fully scanned, motion uh, captured, did his own celebration and stuff, and he became a player available in the game for everyone. He was just like a 17-year-old kid that spawned in. Um, he wasn't a world beater kind of thing it was just it was just there you go you're in the game uh mm -hmm. which is what that is and they did that through social activity a live event something that engaged with the community and all that sort of stuff so i like that approach not just a who's got 200 grand to spend please who wants to give us 200 grand and we'll put you in the game because it's just it's just mm -hmm. it's mates looking after mates rich people selling to to rich people in that sort of sense i would rather see community engagement i would rather see in-game campaigns to find the face of the next npc that's engaging long-form content that truly rewards fans of the game i would see that any day before who can spend the most on it because i get i get it, it's revenue building games can't live without revenue but for something that's that cool to just stick it as an NFT, oh, we'll, we'll sell it. All right. Oh, okay. Well, we were going to use mm -hmm. it for a global campaign to uh, reward the people that have been sat waiting for 15 years and modding the shit out of Stalker because it's been actually 20, <laughs> 2,643 years since the last one came out. That's that's kind of where I'd see it going. And it, I, I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not fully against NFTs. I just feel like... I feel like so many 
half-assed ideas are being thrown out to incorporate them or so many good ideas mm-hmm. are being wasted on ways to incorporate them. And I feel like that's a really good idea. Um, there's been a bunch of games that have done social stuff, uh, campaigns, community engagement stuff that have brought people into games as NPCs, as 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 a photograph on someone's desk in an office environment kind of thing. Stuff that you could easily miss, like the the stuff that you often see or don't often see in Disney films where they have little Easter eggs mm-hmm. and stuff scattered about. That's where I'd like to see it. So this is not the worst implement, implementation of an NFT I just feel like the way that Nick's put it, uh, it could all be done without an NFT. It's not that they've gone, oh, we've got NFTs. This is going to take this activation to the next level. It's just we're just changing the activation and putting red tape around it. We're putting a bit more of a barrier for people to get into it. And and more often than not with NFTs, it's a financial barrier. So... It's it's not the worst. It's not the worst activation. It's just it doesn't need it. It doesn't necessarily want warrant it. I, Tito has said um, I referred to the clip of Keanu I put in Discord, and then there's a link to film updates. Is that the one where he's sat on a couch, um, being interviewed and talking about NFTs, and um, he basically just pisses himself, breaks down laughing, saying uh, like you could just screenshot it or whatever. And the other guy's yeah, but it's not the same. <laughs> Uh, I remember the guy interviewing. He was trying to fight fight the case of the uh, the uh, NFTs. I don't know if he's actually trying to fight the case. I've only seen the clip, and it was about ten seconds long, whatever. Um, and the, in in the replies, there was that try not to cry, but really crying like meme face, um, like in the in the comments and someone had just like this guy had glasses on so someone had roughly drawn his glasses on it and he's like it's not the same thing <laughs> <laughs> oh ggs ggs uh do you know actually sorry after all that i was trying to i was trying to save clicking on the link but i'll click it we'll watch it we'll watch it we'll watch it anyway uh oh some other oh, someone else is basically in the same same response but with a moving video that it's not the same thing okay this is it keanu reeves shares his thoughts on nfts in an interview with the verge but they're not the same. <laughs> and then you've got people like crying at the bottom, but they're not the same. Oh, anyway, there you go. There you go. GG's Keanu. Just, it just, the, <laughs> goes from super serious face, sat there with his head back, full on Neo face. Yeah, I'm serious. And then boom. Don't think the sound came through. Oh, what? No. Is my browser? Ah, oh, it wanted on. God damn it. Let me try again. Let me try again. I'll do it again. It's still not coming through. Okay, I can't actually get my browser source to unmute. <laughs> yeah. well, do you know what? It did. You have to watch your own video. Uh, I've just... My, my wavelength's just not responding. I know there was an update. Maybe it's it's half updated or something. So I can't actually turn my browser audio on and off. I can turn it on and off for me, but not for you. Great. Uh, what's an NFT? It's a nice, fluffy trifle. Uh, it's, what, it's what we're all going to be having at Christmas. Not fluffy in terms of furry, but like fluffy is in... Yeah, you get it. You get it. You get the idea. You get the idea. Um, it's, an, it's a non-fungible token. It's uh, basically a digital item. You buy something that you can't see or touch physically. I mean, you can see it digitally, but yeah. Uh, it's like owning the rights to something 
digital. I don't I probably need to figure out like the best way of describing what it is because we we mentioned it so often, but but yeah. Do you know what? It's not as good as owning something physical, something that you can pick up and put into your pocket though, is it, Bib? It's not, Graham. It's not. Speaking of things that you can pick up and put in your pocket, let's have a look at this. Alex Donaldson at VG247 says, The analog pocket is the best gaming hardware I've used in years. The modern retro maestros at analog are back. Their latest system, a tribute to handheld gaming, is their best yet. So we are entering a golden age of retro gaming. Modern video games are also pretty good right now, of course, but uh, if you have a love for the old stuff, this is an unprecedented time. Technology, fan interest, and the right clever brains behind the scenes are lining up just the right way to make playing old games as hassle-free as it is nostalgic and as era-accurate as it is thrilling. The new embodiment of this era analog pocket the greatest game boy ever made regular vg247 readers will of course recognize the company analog thanks thanks to its status as a regular staple of my detours into the world of retro gaming um in many ways analog pocket feels like the machine the company has been building to over its last several products this isn't to diminish the achievements of the high-end versions of the Super Nintendo, Mega Drive, and NES that the company has re uh, released before, as these are still incredible products. But something about the analog pocket feels like a, a, a true culmination of all that research and development and expense so far. Let me just hit play on that. It's a 40-minute review. I'll see if I can skip to a bit where you can actually see what it looks like. Okay, we've seen all the other Game Boys. Captured it. There we go. Saw a little bit of it. Um, so what is it? Well, if you've not been following the lengthy run-up to its imminent release, the Analog Pocket is a Game Boy for the modern age. It features a beautiful modern screen and a sturdy, premium-feeling modern design. It takes your original cartridges and, out of the box, is compatible with over 2,700 Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance cartridges. But in many ways, that description really doesn't do uh, Pocket's lavish natural justice. Uh, like the other Analog products, the best analogy to probably draw is to the renaissance of music on vinyl and high-quality record players. Yeah, you can emulate games pretty easily on a wide range of devices these days, but there's something special about dedicated hardware. Furthermore, there's an accuracy and quality to be found in running games on original hardware that can't be attained through emulation. Just as with vinyl, as nerds realised this and uh, the, the price of original hardware began to climb, enterprising folk tried to figure out a way to create modern, uh, uh, to create modern retro hardware. Of these companies, Analog has now cemented itself as the best of the bunch. Uh, don't get me wrong, this is a premium device and carries a premium price tag. It isn't for everyone. At $220, it's more expensive than Nintendo Switch Lite, but this also isn't a product for those who aren't dedicated to the retro craft. That's depicted firmly in the quality, in the options, in the level of engineering that's clearly gone into the pocket, which surely must have been expensive. The pocket's form factor owes the most to the Game Boy Pocket, though it take, takes cues from every generation of Game Boy coming in sleek black or white. There's an Apple-like air to its industrial design, Handheld game devices often look like toys, especially one of uh, the era of the, uh, especially ones of the era the pocket channels. Uh, but this is a device for grown-ups. It's got that adult feel where one suspects if you, it'd be fine if you dropped it, but it's also so nice looking that you'd be heartbroken to do so. Um, do you know what? I'll stop there. I'll stop there. You can see it goes through all of the tech specs: three point five inch LCD screens, sixteen uh, hundred by fourteen forty p. It plays. 
all the Game Boy games, it plays game, what was it, Game Gear games as well? Uh, yeah. And a bunch of other stuff. What are your thoughts, babe? I love this. Oh, I absolutely love this. Let me just stop for just a second. It's not all Game Boy either. While the Pocket's cartridge slot takes Nintendo's early handheld cartridges, car adapters can also be used to play Game Gear, Neo Geo Pocket Color, and Atari Lynx games. There you go. Back over to you, babe. Yeah, I absolutely love this. Like, I've talked about uh, me getting the RG350 about two years ago for Christmas, and it's a fantastic handheld. Like, it's that for maybe, I think it was about 80 quid. It plays all of your ROMs on it, and it does it perfectly well. However, if you want something that's even better than that, then this is where it comes. This, this is where this this product comes in. Analog have been doing premium versions of their of classic consoles for maybe six years now. They've done SNES, they've done NES, they have done uh, Mega Drive. Uh, I'm sure I'm forgetting one. They have done another one as well, which I'm forgetting what that is. But if you want to play original games on something that is it's genuinely going to be the best you can probably play them and it comes with a price tag was it how much was it 249.99 or something 220 dollars 220 yeah it's it is a ridiculous price but the extras that you have to buy to go alongside it like you'll be able to buy a dock that will be able to be put on your big tv so you can play with a uh a bluetooth controller from the comfort of your own chair rather than using it in handheld mode like if you want the best way to play old games this is absolutely the best way to be able to play them you you've got an old game boy that doesn't have a backlight don't worry you can use this with a bigger screen and a better resolution um, you don't want to keep on putting batteries in your sega game gear because it chews through four batteries at this uh, at a time don't worry about it play this you'll be able to play for way longer than about three hours before the battery life runs out like th this has so much more going for it than older consoles do but it's the technology that uh, is the it's the time that we live in that technology is where it is unfortunately you will have to pay a, a, a larger price tag for this but if you want premium products then look no further than analog again this isn't sponsored we have bought the two that we are going to be getting um when they arrive i genuinely have no idea it could be as late as quarter four 2023 it could be as early as ne uh, early next uh, quarter one next year who knows um but i can't wait to see more from this i can't wait to get it into my hands and, and see what this console feels like just looking at the uh <clears throat> screens i'm i'm so i'm I'm, ex I'm excited to see this like looking at this bit that's on the screen right now how clear it makes it because um, obviously a lot of people out there you can you've been able to buy modded game boys and stuff with screens uh, screens put into them like even the, like the likes of mcm you'll see that people have like modded screens and stuff into uh to game boys and they've been in there for quite a while but it's usually a bit rough around the edges if your soldering goes on it then effect knows what that market stall was that sold you a, a mm. game boy um so how'd you fix it this is something a bit different this is taking modding but adding a professional angle to it so i'm 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 hyped to see how good it's actually going to be in my hands. Because looking at these videos, seeing like the uh, uh, the actual quality of the game on screen versus like the original game by LCDs kind of thing, it looks it yeah. looks really good. They keep it true to form. So what we're seeing here is an IPS LCD mod uh, or retro art and stuff like that alongside. It looks it tries to keep it true to form to the original, but but also making it better. It looks so good. It looks so good. So yeah, we got two of these coming because because why not? 
<laughs> because yeah. why not? Nice. We bought them, as mentioned as well. So we have bought these. Um, these are coming to uh, the ICU studio for the ICU team. This is not something that we're going to be giving yeah. away. We just wanted to show it off to you guys because because why not brag? You got something that's nice? Why not brag about it? So that's what we're doing. Flex yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But that is the end of the show. Um, also, by the way, Analog, if you are watching this, do feel free to send us another one. We'll, get, we'll <laughs> give one away. We don't mind. If you want to send us one, we'll give one away. That's fine. But until that happens, I'm sorry they're expensive. We can't give everything away. <laughs> uh, cheese Leaf Geeky. How you doing? Hey, welcome in. Um, basically, it's a way of making something unique in theory. Yeah, that's essentially what N- NFTs are. It's something unique but digital that you can own and share. Like, like... Your cup at home. There's a lot that look like it, but that one's yours, and you know it's yours. Yeah. You own it, and you know it's yours because you can pick it up and own it. But you can't do that with an asset, a screenshot, a picture. I can just screenshot it and go, okay, well I've screenshot, just screenshot. I've got the same one now. It's mine as well. It's like, yeah, but I had it. Yours isn't the real one. Yeah, but how do you know that? And that's what NFTs are meant to do to get around that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, let me give you a recap of the news that we did speak about. So obviously we spoke about the analog pocket just then, uh, the new system, the Game Boy homage, as I've written in the uh, on-screen description. That is something that we've got to upcoming. coming. So we'll let you see those when they do arrive. It's probably going to be in the new year now, though. Before that, speaking of NFTs, we were talking about Stalker 2 and the fact that they are selling through the medium of NFTs the opportunity for you to buy yourself the face of an NPC in-game. If you want to be one of those dudes that runs around cluelessly like a bot on PUBG, well, you can buy yourself into that with Stalker 2 and the NFT game. Nice, just where everyone wants to be. Full-on absolute bots. Best of times. Uh, elsewhere, Gorilla has shown off Horizon uh, Forbidden West on the PS4. It looks badass. Call of Duty Warzone's anti-cheat stuff has launched globally as of yesterday, so Call of Duty cheating should hopefully be better on PC and therefore console, because crossplay, obviously. It should be better already in Warzone, soon to be coming to um, Vanguard, but no announcement on when that is yet. I don't think it was. Uh, and then uh, we kick things off with the fact that Ubisoft is remaking Splinter Cell. So Sam Fisher is back. It's been made by the Far Cry 6 team uh, and will be using the in-house Snowdrop engine. Um... My phone is ringing. I'm guessing my car's good for picking up. Nice. Good timing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's it from us. Thank you, everyone, that has tuned in over the course of the stream. We appreciate you very much. Shout out to Mr. NGB for the six-month sub as well. Dropping that nice and early in the stream. You'll love to see it. Then disappearing, just gallivanting off into yeah. a meeting. So here's my sub, and I'm not even going to be around to, to benefit it. That's just, that's just OG behavior. You'll love to see it. Thank you very much, dude. Uh, everyone else that has been through the stream, I appreciate you dropping in, giving us your thoughts and impressions. Just a reminder, there is only three more scoops now before the end of the year. So we got tomorrow and then Monday and Tuesday next week, and that's it. The whole of the schedule for the channel disappears after that point in time as well because, you know, mm-hmm. Christmas, New Year and stuff. There could be streams. There's a good chance there will be streams, but nothing that's scheduled up until mm-hmm. the next year. So if, you, if you're tuning in 10 a.m.-ish, it's going to be a long old-ish because we ain't going to be around after <laughs> next Tuesday. Um, before then, though, yes, is there anything else that you'd like to add, Mr. Bib? Yes, again, thank you very much to each and every one of you that have been here in the chat today, that have talked to us, that have resubbed to us, that have hosted us. It's very much welcome. But if you want to help shape the final show of the week, which will be tomorrow, there's two ways that you can do so. First of all, find us on social media. This is at Ice Cream Uploads across all major social media platforms or get involved with our Discord if you're watching this on any of our on-demand services. Go to the description below. All the links that you require will be listed there for you. But only from you as a URL plus your thoughts and opinions. We'll then give you our thoughts and opinions on the very next show, which will be a what time tomorrow? Scream Day. 10 a.m. Ish. Ish. 
you just made NFT sound like the quote from Full Metal Jacket. This is my rifle. There are many like it, but this one is mine. Uh, this is my non-fungible token. <laughs> there are many <laughs> like it, but this one I believe is mine, even though it looks exactly the same as Bibby's screenshot version. I don't, I don't know if it's mine anymore. <laughs> uh, but there you go. There you go. Did, did anyone see that story of that dude that bought one of those bored apes um, and tried to sell it? So bored apes, for those that don't know what it is, just pictures of weird monkeys, and he was selling one. And this is how dodgy NFTs are. There is no protections on the system. So he meant to type in 3,000 euros or dollars or whatever. 300,000 euros. He sold it for 3,000. So he instantly lost 297 grand off of that because he put it on, pressed it, and he said as soon as he pressed it, he realized what he'd done. But someone instant bought it because it was a bargain, and he just lost 297 grand. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yikes. That, how, how can you class that as a, as a solid system? People can go, yeah, but it's teething problems. Yeah, it's, it's finance, big finance. There is no space for teething problems, which means it's not, a, it's not a system. It's not thought through. It's not ready. Move up, move on, move on. Anyway, anyway, we are going to disappear. Uh, stick around. We will raid one of our friends, as we always do. You don't have to stick around in their stream, but it would be nice to just drop in. If you can drop a lurk on it, that's even better. It's good because you help them with their stream numbers, but it's also good for you because mm -hmm. you get yourself some channel points that you can spend while you're here on stream with us, which would be beautiful. Yeah. We are going to disappear there. Have yourselves a fantastic day. Uh, oh, actually, fantastic day. Are they going to get a fantastic evening, Bib? What's, is, is, is I it hope a, so. Is it a Skyrim special? It is. It is a Skyrim special today. Um, again, the six thirty-ish. We'll see what time I, I get home, have tea, <laughs> uh, and stuff like that. So yeah, we're aiming for half six, but who knows? Uh, the only way that you can obviously find out is by following us on all of our social medias, which is at Ice Cream World across all major social media platforms. Yeah, but that's it from us. Have yourself a beautiful day. Join us six thirty p.m. tonight. Until then, stay frosty. Stay frosty.